angels live in my town. So listen the f up. It's crazy. This sounds like you actually have something to say. Oh, good for you. What the fuck is he talking about? You guys are doing terrific. This is great, I see. I think every American should be watching this. What's good, everybody? This is Angels of My Town, Niagara's number one podcast. Oh, no. Everyone's in studio today. Got Mike D to my left hello, here. Hello, sir. Hello. Hello to everybody, Mike Hi, D. Hi, everybody. Carl Hines, Mr. Hines. What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome. He hey, is, Carl, uh, what's up? Carl is, is here with us for one last time. This is his last show. It's a sad day in Angels of My Town. Yeah. Carl is moving on to bigger and better things. He's now... He's now co-hosting the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, that's what I heard. And so, I mean, I mean, we, we just teed up. We just teed yeah, up. We, we just set him thing. up, knock it down, background killer, moving ahead. Moving ahead. Launchpad. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys very, very much for having me. Congratulations, Carl. Thank you, Carl. Moving on to bigger and better things. Yeah. Uh, we love you, and we're gonna miss you from the show. Yeah. Maybe he might come on once in a while. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We don't forget. We don't forget that you abandoned us. <laughs> Cucked us. And I actually feel like I, I feel like the <laughs> we got some surprises coming up. Like yes. I think I don't think Carl's really going anywhere, but to don't a degree. Ab- don't abandon the show. Let's say you can't abandon this show. <laughs> you take Hotel a blood oath. It's like our thing. It's like the Omerta. Oh, you know, omerta. once you're in, I haven't heard that in a long fucking time. It's uh, it's once you're in. It's like our, you know, blood in, blood out. Just when I thought I was out. They pulled me back in. Only one way to leave. <laughs> uh, on today's show, everybody, we've got crazy fucking show today. Holy shit. I'm really excited about this show. Me too. Um, we've got... We're going to talk about Vincent Gallo. Vincent Gallo's got a website that's fucking insane. Oh. He makes him probably one of the most interesting people in the world. I, I, I already thought he was an interesting cat. Yes. But then when he's going on his website, I'm like, this guy rules. <laughs> like, he's fucking crazy. He's crazy. It's nuts. Hey, he doesn't um, give a fuck. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. We we're gonna go. Over, we're gonna check out that. We've got uh, Ranker made a list of the top ninety uh, mafia movies. We're gonna get into that. Yes, it was. It was dive into the top movies voted upon. Uh, I believe it's and counting because the, the the list could change. But as of today, uh, hundred and twenty five thousand votes. Shit. So that's interesting. I mean, did that include that? Doesn't include Sopranos, eh? It doesn't include include TV shows. No. Yeah, uh, Sopranos uh, is so fucking good. I'm rewatching it. Like uh, on Crave, they created a list of like the ten favorite episodes, and then they had um, another they list. Sum up up all the shows in like thirty second clips or something like that. Someone told me that. I don't know. Probably on YouTube or something. But on on Crave, like they play, they have the whole episode. But they just pick like a top ten of like the, everyone's favorites. Was the one where they go in the woods and eat relish? Yeah, yeah, that was on there. That's the that's the Pine Barren one. Yeah, yeah, the Pine Barrens. I or remember like that. seeing that for the first time, and I was just like so blown away because it's like such oh. a serious serious show. And then you're like, holy fuck, this is fucking hilarious. It was it was funny. It was and then. Polly, so we could get into a whole thing on fucking deep dive on Sopranos. Honestly, I started when I rewatched it. The, the last episode now has totally taken on a different thing. It's for even me. better now, dude. It's like it, and it's so obvious. 
Everyone was like, what? I don't get it. Interpreting. I'm like, it's so obvious well, who's what the, happened. Who's the, the director or the writer? He's a genius. David Chase. Yeah, he's a genius. Yeah, he really is. He really killed it on that show. What a showrunner. Probably best of all time. I can't. Honestly, I love Breaking Bad and Breaking Bad's fantastic. Vince Gilligan is a genius also. There's no Breaking Bad without Sopranos. There's you know, no Sopranos without Twin Peaks. I don't. I don't think there's a Breaking Bad without Sopranos. Maybe. No, there isn't. Uh, no, Vincent Chase said there is no Sopranos without. Not Twin Vincent Peaks. Chase. Whatever. David Chase. Vincent David Chase is a fictional character on the show Entourage, which also was a good show and then died <laughs> off. Got real gay. Kinda. It was pretty. I like that first season the most. I like when Dice is on the show. I like what Dice is there too. Yeah. And I, I think Ari's character is... Anyways, fucking, sorry, let's get back on track. off tangents here. <laughs> trying to go through the rundown of the show. Um, and then we're going to say... Yeah, we're going to say goodbye. We're going to have a, we have a game for Carl to say goodbye. A goodbye game. Yeah. Um, we basically... We, we invested in a lie detector. A ton of money. <laughs> yeah. This thing we from very, China, Mike. Uh, this device from China. Top notch. I don't think it's from China. I think it's from Japan, no? Is it Japan? Japan, China, same thing, no? Anyways, wow. it's, you know they make the best <laughs> electronics. This is a very scientific device, is it not, Michael? High fidelity. Yeah. The the TK, highest. Is it the TK421? 421 or 427? Is it the 427 I'd have to check the, the label again. I, I read the pamphlet back and forth. You think I would know what I'm an it's idiot. It's a very scientific um, lie detector d- device that is going to tell us whether Carl, you know, we have some questions for him. We yeah. want to know the We're truth. We're going to see if he's lying. Yeah, we want to get to the bottom of it. I like it. I love yeah. it. I hope you, you know, just you guys stay calm. Yeah. If anyone could beat a lie detector, I bet it's Carl. Though. Yeah, he's such a good actor. Naturalistic as I'm hell. Acting, I'm a real fucking Shut actor. Up. Um, and then we've got our, uh, this is big. Uh, we've big. got this incredible, like this guy. incredible musical guest. Uh, not their second live performer in studio. I'm so excited. Here today. Love the live music in studio. Uh, its name is Evan Rotella. Yeah, uh, Mike. Uh, what's 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 Evans deal? Like he's oh, he's big. Do you want me to read that really little musician? He's a super up and coming out of Niagara Falls. Like he's on the cusp of like, yeah. he's just there. Like turn the next page. And Locals boom. around here probably know Evan, right? Evan, yes. Probably Evan heard of him. is a big guy. He's recently uh, Billboard Canada said uh, an industry buzz is building around young Niagara singer songwriter Evan Rotella. Uh, he played a January residency at the Casbah in Hamilton. Uh, he has also announced a February residence at Toronto's Cameron House. Um, oh, the Cameron Re- House. It's Cameron House. Yeah. What I say, Cameron. Cameron. But like I, I think you could probably pronounce it both ways. Cameron. 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 It's it's not two separate words though. Cameron. Yeah. Cam killer. It's it's. I think it's. Anyways, thing. he's at the Cameron House. Yeah. Uh, it sounds better when I say Cameron though. Okay, do that. Anyways, at Toronto's Cameron House. Uh, also, uh, Evan Rotella played two shows in New Jersey as part of the Light Day Foundation Winter Festival, including at the Fame Stone Pony Club. Which he's I, really good. He's Mike. You heard him at what Utopia? Right? Uh, oddly enough, I saw him at Utopia. I caught the end of his set, and I thought he was excellent. Yeah, and um, you know, last episode, um, if you haven't checked it out, last episode we had. Regan from Utopia Lounge. She's the owner and uh, operator. Sweetheart. Entrepreneur. Yeah, just a little ball of joy. She's great. We love seeing uh, Regan. Like, you know, go to her bar, a, support her. Yeah, yeah. Even if you don't drink, just go. Uh, go they serve coffee. They serve coffee. They do. And some of the best coffee. I hear it's Peruvian. <laughs> Peruvian. I like it. It's right? Good coffee. It's good coffee. It's good coffee. Good coffee. I like a coffee. I like a good coffee. But. Uh, yeah, she was on the show last week, and um, which what a great show that was, huh? 
buddy that game uh f or no uh serve tab ban ban. you gotta check that shit out check that shit out we talk about the epstein list it's all that crazy oh mcmahon your mcmahon impression yeah i did a vince mcmahon that came out no i wasn't expecting i wasn't planning on that it just came out naturally from the hip there's something there's something in me that can channel these degenerates i actually thought carl pointed out on the last show your de niro is probably it's it's really it's really good really good really fucking good good it's not so bad good it's not so bad good it's good. It's pretty good. Yeah, a little bit. Anyways, a little bit. Mafia. Anyways, a little bit. Let's roll. Lie detector. Mafia movies. Well, it's yeah. A good so show. We, we, yeah, we got a big show coming up. Last week was great. Um, let's get into it. Vincent Gallo, Mikey. It's with the oh. Vincent Gallo site. Yeah, should I, I should pull this up on the on the screen. I don't know if they'll be able to read it. The print is pretty tiny on the website. Uh, I'm, g- I'm going to be honest. I'm right off the top of my head. I don't know who you're re- re- referencing. Who you're Vincent referring to? Vincent Gallo. I don't know. I don't. Have you ever seen is, Buffalo so. Sixty Six? So yeah, there you go, Mike. There's a director. Okay. He's he's from Buffalo. He is a famed director. Okay. Uh, Award winning. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does like. I would say cult classics usually. That's what they end up being. Uh, he's done Brown Bunny, uh, Buffalo 66. Uh, Brown Bunny just, was the, uh, the Chloe, one where Seven yeah, blowed him. Blowjob one, yeah. Oh, so you know that one. I know, I, yeah. He's, he's the one. director of that, also okay. acted in it with cool. his, his cock. Oh, that was his cock. That was his cock. Okay. okay. You like that, huh? We should yeah, find did you out. not know that? No, it wasn't ringing a bell when you were saying it. Vincent so Gallo, super, super. Just in case anybody else didn't know, I was happy to admit that I did. There you go. Hey, no, I appreciate <laughs> the honesty, Carl. There you go. Um, okay, well, I guess but it's I, great. I, I can't. Uh, I I wanted to mirror my display. I'm not sure why it's not working. But okay, take your time. We're in no rush. We got some time here. But, um, uh, I'm just gonna. Uh, but anyways, me and Mike kind of think he's cool. Like he's a cool actor. He seems like a cool dude. He's, but if you he's go got to some of the best interviews. If you go on YouTube and watch any of his interviews, he's like a Cat Williams type. He will say whatever the fuck is on his mind. I actually think he's more honest than Cat Williams. He he might be, man. He says the craziest fucking shit. He's willing to call people like pigs. Yeah, right to their and, face. And, like he's just and, a loose cannon. Yeah. And he said um he said something that like uh, a con uh, his movie Brown Bunny should have won, but they instead they gave it to the fag film. <laughs> he'll say stuff like that, and then he'll go. He's a fag. When and when Roger Ebert uh, told him that, or they, he reviewed uh, Brown Bunny on his te- television show Ebert and Roper, he said it was the worst film in the history of the Cannes Film Festival, and Vincent Gallo uh, wished cancer upon him. <laughs> to which then Roger Ebert. <laughs> Contracted cancer and died. Well, that, that part's not so funny. But, the but uh, as Vincent likes to say, his aim was bad because he wished him colon cancer and Roger died of throat cancer. Jesus. So, this is this is the kind of guy that Vincent. Uh, he's a he's, wild. He's, he's, he's a, a wild, wild cat. And he's from and Buffalo. He's, he's, he's born Buff- and raised. Cool. Fucking city's a bunch of pigs. Yeah, that's what he says about the city. Too. Fucking so Buffalo. I mean, he's 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 an interesting guy. This is him right here. It's on the screen here. I actually have a Bills jersey that says V Gallo '66 after him. Do you really? It's in the mail. I ordered it. Remember, I told you. Oh yeah, that's ago. true. I ordered it from Buffalo '66. We were literally talking about his movie Buffalo '66 because the Bills were yeah. doing so well in the playoffs, and as everyone knows, they fucked up. Uh, fuck you, Diggs. Fuck you, McDermott. Get lost, losers. Um. Anyways, we were talking about. I'm like, I'm gonna order a Vincent Gallo jersey. Yeah, and I did, and it's coming from China, but uh, it's on its way. I should have it soon. Okay, 
Just letting you know. That's how much I like this guy. He's a cool you guy. have to repeat that, that we have to know that you're getting a Vincent Gallagher. Vincent Gallagher. <laughs> I got a car that shifts itself. This is a luxury car. I, I My cars shift themselves. I like a fucking great movie. Christina Ricci. Anyways. Yeah, she's good when she's not drunk on the set. <laughs> Your Vincent Gallo is pretty good, too. Angelica Houston. Fucking pig. <laughs> what a bitch. Excuse my language. Anyways, uh, so anyways, I, I, we, we were talking about Vincent Gallo, me and Mike, and then I was like, "You checked out his website." We checked out his website, and then like his website's like, "Oh, it's pretty, you know, to standard." It's like, I mean, it looks like shit. It's like this looks like it's pretty low grade build. It looks like he wrote it in HTML, like yeah, yes, yeah. exactly, ninety six. That's he, the genius. He's, he's an artist. Like he started as an artist, made some money that way, and he personally financed Buffalo sixty six. I think that was he. He paid for it. It's a good movie. It is, but anyways. So he's got, you know, his acting on here. He's got his Instagram. He's, you know, obviously he's directed The Brown Bunny, oh, um, when you Buffalo get, 66. When you get down to the merchandise. And then you go into, like, no, he's got classifieds and merchandise. These were the two very interesting things here. So do we go to the... I believe it's all in merch because then it's, you can purchase him. Go to merch. It's in merch. I'm Are a, you sure? I'm like I think it's in classifieds. It's in 99% positive. Let's see. Because look at the tab, personal service. Okay, you're right. Okay, I, so I'm well aware. So his merch, his merch play. It's like he's got posters. Seems normal. Seems normal. Except where's Where's the uh, the t-shirts artwork? There you oh, go. Here they go. Artworks. artworks. He considers it's art. <laughs> this is great. So he makes these t-shirts. He's charging six hundred and sixty-six dollars. I don't think that's an accident. <laughs> um, and they're fucking cool. the most <laughs> offensive. Where's the oh here's the one what does this one say it says it's it's AOC says ignorant where's the Justin Trudeau one that's my favorite one he put six 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 on what's his name James Comey James Comey yeah that's funny Cock Zucker who's that one of a kind T-shirt made signed by Vince Gallagher blah, blah, blah. what is it it's Jeff Zucker oh Jeff Zucker who's the CNN guy yeah what's Kanye his name? made in the USA <laughs> he likes Kanye I guess. Role model. This is crazy. So, so he basically takes a T-shirt, slaps a famous person's face on it, and then puts what he thinks about him. Yeah, and just, it sells it one of one. One of one for six hundred and sixty-six dollars. Obama white, white boy, boy with a clown nose. Yeah, I want to see the Trudeau one. Actually, you love the one. T-shirts. I find the personal ads way better. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. We're gonna get to the personal <laughs> ads. It's fucking sick. It's crazier and crazier the more you go into it. Um. I never saw the Trudeau one. No, I scrolled through that. I I, I never. Saw I was it. I was happy that he he actually mentioned Canada, that we're on his radar. I'm glad. And I scrolled through all of them. I swore. That's interesting that he put a Sage Stallone Jesus, and this girl's bottomless. <laughs> this fucking guy is nuts. Democrat. He put Harvey Weinstein on a T-shirt and called him a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Oh, here you go. This is the Justin Trudeau one. <laughs> oh yeah, I did see that. Now that you said that, yeah, yeah. Read the, read yeah, the whole description. Says, Number thirty-nine on his list for t-shirts. To it, buy. Says, it says "fag, one of a kind, handmade t-shirt, uh, handmade signed by Vincent Gallo." Uh, Justin Trudeau feels free speech should have limits. Really, fuck him and fuck Canada. Freedom of speech. That's what. <laughs> that's and it's still available. It's still for sale. That's a one-on-one. I mean, six hundred and sixty-six dollars. I, zero I don't like that satanic symbolism, but you know, I like Vince. I like what he's doing here. All of his t-shirts are $666. And some of them are sold. Sold out. Look at these. 
He sold them. He only had to sell one though. Well, yeah, sold out. <laughs> sold one. And six, seven hundred dollars for a T-shirt. That's that's a hard sell. That's not easy. That is not an easy sell. Okay, let's get into the personal, personal service. service. This is where it really gets crazy for me. Crazy to me. Okay. Vincent Gallo evenings weekend escort. Fifty thousand dollars. Carl sold out. Listen up. No, no, no. It's any weekend. Any weekend you, you want. You want to book him for a weekend? Uh, no, I think. Weekends escort. I think fifty one grand night. is for one night. One night, one night, Carl. Fifty k, one night. Have you ever watched a movie and fallen in love with one of the actors, the way they looked or a character they played? Afterwards, you thought of them over and over, daydreaming, imagining things, sexy things. Should I do it in Vince's voice? Sure. <laughs> Actually, yes. It might make it up in a bit. When I was a very young man, I, and that's more Jewish. I got a. I got. I got. I should have listened. I should have prepared. What does a Jewish person sound like? You don't know how a Jewish person sounds like. No. When I was a young man, I was a very young and madly in love. No, that's okay. Listen, I gotta. I should have worked on this before the show. Um, Why would we do that? <laughs> I was madly in love with uh, Tuesday Weld and Charlotte Rampling on my fourteenth birthday. I went to see the film Rolling Thunder and had my biggest crush of all time on the actress Linda Haynes. I wished and wished every day uh, that I could meet these girls. I thought of all the sexy little things with Susan Blakely after seeing her in Lord of Flatbush. In my mind, I could do with her anything I wanted to do. So believe me, I know and understand what it's like to wish and dream about spending time with a movie star. With a movie star. Do you want to stay and spend time with want to spend time with a movie star? That's literally this is so great. Doing things that couples do, couples in love, at least couples where the guy is hot <laughs> and knows how to ho- handle a chick. <laughs> uh, doing things that couples do, couples in love. I love this guy. At least couples where the guy is hot and knows how to handle a chick. So he's just basically saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm hot. Basically, I'm a movie star. Have you ever imagined yeah. what it'd be but I, yeah. to pay for a night with a movie star? But his, I think when you get down into this, it's his... Um, I, Vincent Gallo, star of such classics as Buffalo 66 and The Brown Bunny, have decided to make myself available to all women. This is where it gets interesting. All women who can afford me, that is. I ain't fucking cheap. I drive luxury cars. For the most, for the modest fee, I love this fucking guy, for the modest fee of $50,000 plus expenses, I can fulfill the wish, dream, or fantasy of any naturally born female. (laughs) That's a big point. No, no, all naturally born. You can't become. Yes, you can't be a man that was a woman. Yes. Becomes a woman. Naturally born female. The fee covers one evening with Vincent Gallo. For those who wish to enjoy my company for a weekend, the fee is increased to a mere hundred thousand dollars. Cheap, 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 cheap. It's like fucking three nights and uh, for one for the price of two. Yeah. Heavy set, older redheads, and even black chicks can have me <laughs> if they pay the bill. <laughs> no re- no real female will be refused. However. I highly frown upon any male having the slightest momentary thought or wish that they could ever become my client. No way, Jose. Jose. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't even want people to think about it. Yeah, exactly. 
However, female couples of the lesbian persuasion can enjoy a Vincent Gallo evening together for a hundred grand. Two hundred grand buys the lesbos a weekend. <laughs> God, mm. a weekend that will have them second guessing, basically maybe converting yeah. over to correct being straight. <laughs> the lesbos can have a weekend. I am willing to travel worldwide to accommodate clients. However, travel days are billed at fifty grand plus all premium flight fee- fees. I only fly first class. Yes. Only first saying. class. That's what he said. I don't fucking fly in the business class with all the pigs. He's so great. Scanning for STDs is required as bathing as well as bathing and grooming prior to our encounter. Detailed photos of potential clients also required prior. An extra fee for security to protect me is charged on top of the fantasy fee. Jeez, lots of fees. Yeah, it's getting service fees. Fifty thousand security fees will vary depending on the details of an encounter and how much security I will need. I don't know how much security I'm going to need. Well, he doesn't know where he he's going. He fucking, could be in a third world country. He might be a violent pig. Well, he's willing to travel anywhere. He could be in a third world country. The security needs to be upped. That's true. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm wondering if he's ever actually done this shit. I don't know. Okay. Um, potential clients are advised to screen the controversial scene from the brown bunny to be sure for themselves that they can fully accommodate all of me. <laughs> clients who have doubt may want to test themselves with an unusually thick and large prosthetic prior to meeting me. You may be surprised just how much you can handle and how good it feels. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, <laughs> you'd be surprised how good this cock feels, Carl. It's thick and long. It's unusually thick. You need to handle it. But practice. Cucumbers. It goes on. It this, goes on. It's not the end of it. You can't, you can only, you can also book a night with them, but also you can get really personal with them. You can get very personal, yes. Well, Vincent Gow's also selling his sperm. For a million dollars. That's right. I want a million fucking clams from you that, buffalo pigs. That sounds like a deal. <laughs> Price includes all costs related to one attempt at an in vitro fertilization. It's a fifty thousand dollar value. So he's actually he's selling like he's selling. This, hey, it's a million bucks, but you get the in vitro. I'm of a, all included. Of a star. It's you know what I mean. Like if someone promised you you're gonna get these kind of genes, dude. No one else is offered. If Leo offered this, I bet you people would fucking take it. Oh, in a heartbeat, bro. But because it's Vincent Gallo. Yeah, because he's only done a couple good movies. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. What does it say? Uh, pay all medical expenses. Uh, Mr. Gallo will supply sperm for as many attempts as it takes to complete a successful fertilization and successful delivery. It's a nice gesture. I'll fuck you as many times as I need to. No, the in vitro is not fucking. Um, I think he's saying he's he going to supply. When you, get, when you get down, he'll fuck you if you're hot. Keep going. Okay. Sperm is 100% guaranteed to be donated by Mr. Gallo, who is a drug, alcohol, and disease-free. I, I got I clean sperm. That. My sperm's clean. It's got that super Luxury sperm. sperm. Those boys can swim. Yeah. If the purchaser of the sperm chooses the option of natural insemination, there is an additional charge of 500000 So you can't go along with the $50,000. No, no, no. This is this is why I mean I don't think it's real, because if he fucks a girl for fifty grand, why wouldn't you, why would it be half a million to inseminate naturally? Uh, I think the whole thing's a joke. <laughs> However, if after being presented detailed photographs of the purchaser, Mr. Gallo may be willing to waive the natural insemination fee <laughs> and only charge for the sperm itself, so he's basically saying if you're hot, 
I'll waive the fucking half a million dollar fee. Correct. Uh, yeah, if you're not a fucking fat pig, I'll fuck you for free. Yeah. However, if after being presented detailed photographs of the purchaser, Mr. G- uh, okay, those of you who have found this merchandise page are very well aware of Mr. Gallo's multiple talents. But to add further insight into the value of Mr. Gallo's sperm, aside from being multi-talented in all creative fields, he also multi-talented as an athlete, yep. winning several awards for performing in the games of baseball, football, and hockey, and making it to the professional level of Grand Prix motorcycle racing. I fucking drive motorcycles, too. That's impressive. Mr. Gallo is 5'11 and has blue eyes. There are no known genetic deformities in his ancestry. No cripples. No cripples. Jesus. And no history of congenital diseases. If you've seen the brown bunny, you know the potential size of the genitals if it's a boy. Eight inches if he's like his father. <laughs> this is fucking great. Uh, I don't exactly, I don't know exactly how well hung father can enhance the physical makeup of a female baby, but it fucking can't hurt. I like that one. Mr. Gallo also presently maintains a distinctively full head of hair at the age of 43. Has a has surprisingly few gray hairs. You can't find gray hairs. I don't have many gray hairs. Yeah, zero. Though this feature are sharp and ex- though though his features are sharp and extreme, they would probably blend well with a softer, more subtle featured female. Mr. Gallo maintains the right to refuse sale of his sperm to those of extremely dark complexions. Jeez. Yeah. That's dark. Though a fan of Franco Harris, Derek Jeter, Lenny Kravitz, and Lena Horn, Mr. Gallo does not want to be part of that type of integration. <laughs> In fact, for the next 30 days, he's offering a $50,000 discount to any potential female purchaser who can prove she's naturally blonde hair and blue eyes. Anyone who can prove a direct family link to any of the German soldiers of the mid century will also re- receive this discount. Jesus. Holy shit. That's fuck. That's fucking nuts. So he's basically saying, if you're a fuck, this got to be a a, a it's troll. It's a joke. Come it's on, got to be dude. a troll. <laughs> fuck. But it's funny I'm, that he would even put it out there. Like this is out there for anybody to actually. He's not promoting it. Like, like I mean, we stumbled on this. Under the laws of the Jewish faith, a Jewish mother would qualify a baby to be deemed a member of the Jewish religion. This would be added. This would be added incentive for Mr. Gallo to sell his sperm to a Jew mother. His reasoning being with the slim chance that his child moved into the profession of motion pictures or acting or become a musical performer, this connection to the Jewish faith would guarantee his offspring a better chance at good reviews. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) And maybe even a prize at the Sundance Film Festival for an Oscar. Or an Oscar. To be clear, the purchaser of Mr. Gallo's sperm does not include the use of the name Gallo. The purchaser must find another surname for the child. This fucking guy's a gem. He's crazy. The service is available, but not only payable by cash, checks, and or bank while no credit card accepted at this time. Crazy. Buddy, I actually want to like email this and see if we can, and see if it, they take it seriously. Well, we definitely should definitely and be like, hey, we're interested, but we got to pretend we're abroad because he won't be interested if we're dudes. It's through email. It'd be easy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hope he doesn't watch the show. Correct. Was there anything else on this? Uh, oh, those were the main. That's the main I mean, thing. That's the main. How thing. crazy is that? He's just a crazy eccentric artist. I think this is a, kind of an art piece in itself. 
I think he's he's I, not serious. He's joking. He must be. He must be. I'm not. In, I'm not interested in that type of integration. Yes, exactly. You got dark skin. Oh my god, classic. That's wild, Carl. You think any girls have taken them up on this? Um, probably not. But it, I mean, yeah. I bet you there's been some that there's, have messed. Got to be. There's got to be somebody out there. Some you know crazed fan with money, and they want Vincent Gallo's sperm. Well, yeah. well, you ever watched a movie and you're like, man, I would like a night out with that chick. Oh yeah, that's what he's offering. I mean, I don't know that women pay for sex. I mean, it's fucking crazy. Vincent Gallo, they do. Have you seen Brown Bunny? Buddy, he thinks lesbians are going to hire him. (laughs) Two lesbos for the weekend for 200 grand. (laughs) You see what you're missing, these lesbos. Oh, shit. I do do enjoy Vincent Gallo. I do enjoy the guy. Me too. Interesting cat, man. Real interesting. Okay, what else we got on the show today? We got the ranker. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On a, on a side note, our guest is here in a minute. Why do you do that? You look at the rundown. You look at the. T- I even sent you the times. This Why time. do you do that though on the show? What am I supposed to tell you? Text you when I text you. You say don't text me. Here's if you, he's yeah, but we he's got to wait. Got to wait a little bit. That's someone else's schedule, not mine. You know what I mean? I don't know what else he's doing for the day. It's called courtesy. Yeah, but when you book guests, you got to book them for like a block of time. I did. Yeah. Twelve thirty originally to one. <laughs> now I've pushed him to twelve forty-five, and now it's one. Oh, he's here or not? He said he was five minutes away, ten he's minutes not even ago. Here yet? He's out. I think he's out waiting in the driveway. This guy, is he? I'm pretty sure he okay, is. So we were we skipping all this other stuff? No, we could have him sit in. He is a paisan, Rotella. He's the. Okay, keep going. Skip Whatever. Do what you got to do. Let's skip it. Let's bring our No, no. No, no. No, you wanted to. Br- you told me that well, there's a reason you said he's coming. He's here. I just don't like people waiting. Would you like to wait? Well, what, do you want me to rush through this bit? No. Let's do the Carl bit. Oh, yeah. We got to do that. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, if you're going to cut something, you can always cut that. But. No, no, no. We're okay, not going to Let's save the fucking mafia shit. Save the mafia shit for another day. For another day. Sorry, okay. people. Well, no one's listening to this shit. This Mike's is schedule is a really tight show. Uh, Mike could for oh yeah, this I will show you the text. Well, next, you know what? Next show, I'm going to show you the text message that says, "Oh we yeah, that's think about, great." We never think about how long these segments go, though. Well, we never no. actually calculate how long we're going to talk about. Well, sometimes, we talk about sometimes. Sh- sometimes the thing it's a bullet point. And it literally is like five minutes. No, but we also talk about like, a show length of being a certain amount of time. You know what I mean? And it, we always run like. Anyways, that's why I booked them way. We're doing the show for thirty minutes, so. Um. I, I guess that Vincent Gallo thing went long. I got really into playing Vincent Gallo for a moment. I was really I'm not upset about it. I'm just I enjoyed that. It, it it took you over. You were it did possessed. Okay, well let's play this game with Carl then. Shit, Carl. Yeah. You turn on the machine and calibrate the. <sighs> okay, Carl. Carl, be careful with that device. First of all, it was very expensive. Do you want? Okay? Do you need to go over there and help him? Yeah, this is a very expensive. Oh, I've I've prepped him. He maybe take the maybe take the cup. From the, the yeah, the, watch move the angles yeah, of my like, town cup. It's okay, very careful. sensitive ma- electronic equipment. The on-off switch. I don't want anything. Very careful. We paid a lot of money for this fucking thing. Did you show him where the on-off switch is? Yeah, he's well. He's been very versed. Why isn't he turning it on? He's he taking his time. Do anything. <laughs> we tested it several times. We got nothing. This is off. There we oh, go. I made a noise. Maybe hit the, the start button. Bad. Please hit the start button. So we've got this high-tech lie detector. Very high-tech. Okay, Mike, Very we scientific. researched it. We, you know, f- sought out, got the best one we could off Amazon. Yeah. 
And what it's going to happen here now, just so the audience knows, Mike is going to read a bunch of questions. Well, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we have, it's a lie detector exam. You're going under the lie detector, Carl. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, we want to know some answers. So Mike's going to trigger you when to press the button. That's going to read your palm and, and, and your body, um, what do they call them? Bio waves. Like it's going to read your heart rate, you know, the sweat, how much sweat you got on your palm. This fucking thing's very scientific. Correct. Okay. And it's going to tell us whether you're fucking lying or not. Correct. All right. So when cued, Carl, please push the lie detector button next to your right pinky when cued. Okay. Mike, are we ready queued up with questions? Yes. Okay. okay. Let's start with an easy one. Carl, push the button, please. Is your name Carl Hines? Yes. It's calibrating. It's checking to see if he's lying or not. Here we go. He's oh, telling the truth. He's, he's very truthful the truth. there. Interesting. Okay. okay. Good. Hang on. Carl, proceed to push the button again, please. Do you hate Jews? No. Mm, interesting here. Interesting. Does he hate Jews? Oh. He's telling the truth. Telling the truth. Very, very good, good, Carl. Very good. Okay. Carl. Carl, hit the button. Please hit the button. Do you worship Satan? No. Hmm, good question, Mike. Very good question. Let's see. Oh, he's telling the, the truth. truth. Okay, good. Very, very good. Truthful. Very good. Carl, please push the button. Is angels my... Okay, please push the button. Is Angels Live in My Town the best, the best podcast the world has never seen? Yes. Mm. Oh, he's truthful there. Very truthful. Very Nothing, interesting. It looked like he was lying a little. Got he looked like he leaned. Are you good at like fooling this? This is a high-tech machine, man. This is a very high-tech machine. Straight from China so slash Japan. Okay, I'm I like, mean, I'll buy it. Carl, push the button. Okay. Do you have sexual thoughts about any members of the show? No. Oh, he's lying. Hey, Carl, what did you feel there as your lie came to fruition? A little tingle there in my middle finger. You got electrocuted a little bit. A little tingle in my middle finger. Okay, interesting. So. That's interesting. Okay. Who do you like? I don't don't know if we should delve deeper into this, but sexual thoughts about members of the show. Okay. The fag. (laughs) Carl, push the button. Have you ever tried to roofie a guest? No. Mm, that's a good question because I'm I'm dubious on one of those. Oh, he's telling the, the truth. truth. Okay, good. Very good. Interesting. This, so far, I think this machine works. Uh, buddy, it should. We paid okay. tons of money for this. Yeah. We paid Very tons scientific. of money. I buy the highest quality stuff. <laughs> okay, that's the next one. Carl, proceed to push the button, please. Do you think Epstein Island is actually a cool place to visit? Mm. No. Interesting. He's oh, right again! You scumbag. You scumbag. Oh, Holy shit. Buddy, that is rotten. Fuck. Bro, you still want to continue? You want to continue with this game? <laughs> How bad is that shot, You're getting fucking Carl? outed right now, dog. Dude. I don't know if I like this. <laughs> Fuck, I feel bad right now. That's Where's gross. the gimp mask? <laughs> All right, Carl, proceed to push the button. Is it true that you actually enjoy dressing up like a woman for the show? 
Mm, that's a really good question. Let me ask you too. Yes. Oh, he's truthful. truthful. He likes truthful dressing as a oh, woman. Interesting. Interesting. Is it true? Carl? Next question, please. Push the button. Are you now or ever been a Nazi? Mm. No. Very truthful. Mm. Okay. I, I kind of predicted that. I knew those were just These fucking rumors. Yeah. I knew those were just it's fucking rumors. Just the rumors. last name. Yeah. Just the last name. Yeah. I did. Okay. Next one. Carl. But are trans women real women? Mm. Yes. Well, I hope this fucking buzzes on. <laughs> oh, oh he's telling you. Really, really believe that. that. He really does believe that. Okay. Jesus. That's fair. Um Carl, button. Carl, are you leaving the show because it sucks? No. That sounded phony to me, Mike. I don't know. The machine will tell us. Oh, he's being truthful. He's being truthful. That's oh. cool. Okay. I knew this machine, buddy. I'm glad we spent the extra money and for got the, the top, the top. Yeah, one. for the top dog. Okay. <laughs> Hit the button, Carl. Carl, button. Carl, are you leaving the show because you don't like Mike Demora? No. Oh my God! What's your problem, Carl? Jeez. I wonder if I'm making this worse by holding on to the microphone. Carl, good to see you. <laughs> oh boy. So, so there's a glitch in the machine. No, I don't know about that. I don't that, know about bro. that. I don't know. That's scummy. You fuck. Unbelievable. Okay. Next, Carl Button. We're learning a lot here. Carl, have you ever had your ass blown out? <laughs> no. Oh, he's truthful there. He hesitated a long time. He on did. That. He had to think about it. Does a finger count? <laughs> okay. Does a finger count? <laughs> All right. I think one more. One more. Carl Button. Make it a good one, Mike. Carl Button. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Do you regret being our producer? Not oh, at a, all. That's a sad one, Mike. Okay, we'll, we'll do one more after this one. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! You bastard. Fuck, he, he doesn't like Mike. me. He regrets doing the show. Okay, I mean, that's... I mean, that sums it up, Mike. I don't think we need any more questions unless I you want to really kind of nailed it. Wow, he regrets it and he hates me. Thanks, guys. Wow, <laughs> thank you, Carl. What else did it reveal? He's also... He's not a Nazi. He's not a Nazi. What was it some of the things he, he okay lied on? Jews. What did you lie on again? What were the... What did he lie on? He lied on that he liked me. Oh, he said he said that he'd never had sexual thoughts about us. The guy on the show. About yeah. members of the show, and that was a lie. So who do you want to fuck, Carl? Is it going to be me or him? <laughs> I don't like you. So. <laughs> so that means oh. he wants to blow your ass out, pal. What am are I you the, so excited about? Am I the lucky Pierre? <laughs> okay, that's... Uh, well, that's... I thought that was a great game. I thought that was... Carl, what'd you think? Know. Tingly, tingly, tingly. Definitely shocking. Yeah, we shouldn't have lied. Fuck face. <laughs> Oh, I mean that was exciting. I like that. I want to fucking like. I'm glad we purchased that because we're gonna use that again. I think. Buddy, that lie detector, Carl. How does the shock on a scale of one to ten? On a scale of one. Ten being the highest. Because ten is the highest. Yes. Oh, um, this one goes to eleven actually. Okay. Eleven. One to eleven. Sorry. Good thing you didn't crank it up. I would say it's a like pain wise. It's only like a three, but shock wise. Scare you. Ooh, Ooh get you. Yeah, like, get you like, going. Like a seven and a half. Wake you up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Didn't that's a fun. I think that's a fun lie detector. Well, we learned a lot about Carl today. Used to work. We learned about Carl, a lot about Carl. 
I think we learned a lot about why he's leaving the show, too. Yeah, he hates me. <laughs> he wants to fuck you. And he regrets us. It's like unrequited love, dude. I get it. I just can't be that guy for you. It's I like, like you, is Carl. Is it the long hair, Carl? But I just never think of you that way. You, you want to blow his ass out. I get it. It's cool. Or get his own blast blown out by me. Oh, are you a bottom or a top? Carl, start None of that. Later. It's not <laughs> happening on this show. <laughs> we're not into that. No, we're not in the satanic. We're stuff. Vincent Gallo. We don't we want have, to blow out anyone's rules. asshole. We have rules. We have rules. Strict rules. <laughs> yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure. sure we're, I'm not sure I'm okay with that type of integration. <laughs> I'm not. That's a good point. <laughs> I'm definitely, I agree with that. Why you gay? Anyways, Mikey, guest time? Yeah, let's bring in our guest. That we'll was... Move the mafia movie. Sorry for anyone that wanted to hear that. We'll move that to another time. Yeah, yeah, no, we got to. That's a, that's a bigger tom- well, topic, I guess. The, the votes will keep going up as we wait, so maybe the list changes. Changes a bit. Okay. Anyways, let's bring in, uh, bring in Rotella. <laughs> All right, everybody, we're back with our guest Evan Rotella. Mike, tell the people. Well, we already kind of introduced him with his residency, but uh, Evan is from the Niagara. On Mike, maybe. Oh, sorry, thank you. I forgot I didn't have it in front of him. I'm so used to it being in front of me. Jesus, amateur. Sorry. Hour. Let's try that again. So we got Evan Rotella in here, uh, local Niagara Falls. You born in the Falls, Evan? Yeah, born in the Falls. Born in the Falls. So uh, we got Evan, uh, super yeah. talented uh, musician, up and coming musician. How, Evan, how long you playing music, dude? Like um, six years old? Yeah, I yeah seriously from like thirteen to now. Shit, eh? now, so How old are you now? Uh, 19 now. So you're 19? Yeah. Wow. You're and you're already producing your own album. Yeah, we already. Yeah, we just brought out that album in September. And oh man. Yeah. Wow, it's an exciting time for you. Yeah. It's so cool. when when how old do you think you were when you realized that maybe I can make a living with this? Oh, uh, living. I don't know. Like maybe like two weeks ago. <laughs> oh no way. Oh, we're really <laughs> getting them on the You're just starting to pick here. up some steam, eh? Well, they, uh, well, we saw Billboard Canada picked up a story on you. Yeah, that was cool. I didn't know that was happening. So I didn't even know really Billboard awesome. Canada like Canada existed. Like Canada has its own Billboard. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, they have like Billboard Italy, Billboard Germany. That's what I realized. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it kind of like one of those things where you're like, as a musician, you're like, you know, yeah, we have the Junos and shit like that. But like to be, can, it can, you're kind of stuck in this like Canadian box. Is that kind of irritating? Because you just want like a global. You want a global. Uh, you don't want to end up like Anvil. Yeah, definitely not Anvil. I think for a while you think that one, but I never really got into Canadian music until about like a year ago when yeah. I met Dave Rave from Teenage Head, and he's been really good to me, and he's like text all the time. He's been uh, great to my music, and he brought me backstage at a charity concert, um, and the Arkells were there, and Sum 41 was there, and the Trues, and all these Canadian bands. That's when I kind of realized there's a lot of great music in Canada, and so to be put in that, like, I don't know how to how to put it. Like I would be more than fine to be in that group. in that group. Of, yeah, in that more class than of people. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, it's, that's it's a good, good group company. that yeah. you're talking about. Well, oh, you got you got bands like uh, Rush. Yep, Canadian um, band. Hip. Tragically hip. hip. Mike doesn't like the hip, but I love the hip. I hate the hip. <laughs> um, I love the hip. There you go. But you, hey, you, you know what? Interview adjourned. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna walk right out. <laughs> so, um, but you're saying you just kind of figured this out. Where, where were you listening to when you were 13? Like, what were the bands you were, were inspiring you? A lot of Springsteen. Yeah. Since I, was, since I was like three. Was that because your parents? Like, was that what your dad listened My dad's to? Dad's a massive Springsteen fan. Right. Like, like massive Springsteen fan. So, it was always on around the house, and you know he would when I my mom was pregnant, he would put up Born to Run to my mom's like stomach, great, and great this is gonna happen. Yeah. And, it and you just, were a born Br- I, Br- I was Bruce born a Springsteen, you were born a Springsteen fan. fan. That's crazy. And I did it on my own. Like a lot of people think like. 
you're all oh, your dad probably pushes on you. Like I, I just started when I was two. I was watching Barney. This yeah, is, this is a story I've been told, and I took out Barney and I put in the Springsteen uh, music video, <laughs> and I just cool. I copied all his moves. I I put on shows. You wanted to be Bruce Springsteen, absolutely. Still it's do. The boss That'd who doesn't cool. want to be the boss. That's kind of true. That's kind of <laughs> cool. That's yeah, true, right? Yeah. Um. So was that the first kind of music that you learned to play? Was his? Yeah, that kind of music. Like uh, the first song I ever learned how to play was "I Won't Back Down" by Tom Petty, and that's when I kind of started. Um, really trying to push forward with this, but yeah. growing up, it was Petty, Springsteen, Bob Dylan, Steve Earle, guys like that around the house. I'm a huge Bob Dylan fan. You're speaking my language now. Yeah, and has it always just been guitar with you? or uh, I play the piano. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Is that what you started with first, the piano? I started on the piano because I always said, that makes like, sense. if you play the piano, you'll be able to learn everything else, and I couldn't really, like, I was all right, and then I, because you were watching like guys like Springsteen, you, you didn't like, want to turn out like Elton John. No, I wanted I wanted to play the guitar. <laughs> and I, I, I was told the guitar players get the girls. Yeah. So I'm yeah. Like, okay, I need to I need to play a guitar. I need to have an edge there. And so we started playing and it took a while. Like it took years cuz I, I didn't want to practice, but once once he finally got it, it was just full steam ahead. I think it's also you write your own music, right? Yeah. And I think the piano, guitar and piano, those are both like key things to write music with, right? Piano especially. I write most yeah. songs on the piano and then start playing Prince guitar. Prince used right. to do the same technique. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think all the great songwriters um, of of all time, like they all could play piano. Yeah. They, they, they kind of started and they could play their guitar songs on the piano. Yeah. They, they can play simply at least too, like on the piano. Like Springsteen writes a lot of his songs on the piano and he said himself, he's not like the greatest piano player, but right. he can get, he can simply play it and he can, he can get the structure better on the piano. I think writing music on the piano is way better than that. It sounds so. beautiful too when you yeah. write I love the piano. piano. It's awesome. Are, are you self-taught or? Uh, no, I went to, um, in Chippewa, Niagara Rock Academy. And shout out to them. Shout out to Niagara Rock Academy. Rock Academy? Yeah. Yeah, that's it's cool. right It's right there near the creek, yeah. as they say. Yeah. yeah it's right, right there. there. And so that's where I learned how to play guitar. And, and right before everything shut down, I was learning how to play piano. But And then I thought we would be back to playing piano in two weeks. And then it like turned into a year. So I was like, I'm just going to try and teach myself. I want to play Thunder Road by Springsteen. That's, right. that's my goal. Great song. And so I just started looking up YouTube videos like, how to play and then it just stuck so you're like right here you're kind of almost seems like you're kind of fat from what i've been researching you you sound like now that i know what you're talking about that's time frame you're kind of speeding pretty quick now um yeah it's been like you're playing your own originals when you go to these gigs like when you're in your residency in hamilton yeah. or you're doing your one in toronto yeah. these are all originals no covers yeah, all originals I, I usually do when, when we're in hamilton i do one cover show I, like, i'll try and pick out a hamilton artist to do and I'll do the same thing in Toronto. That's probably. hard to do to get people intrigued on somebody that's no offense, like oh, a, a no name playing your originals, and people are even intrigued to stay and watch. Well, yeah, that's yeah. why that's why we had some Hamilton artists come along, like perfect, to open up the show, and uh, we've 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 built a decent uh, audience in the last uh, four weeks, and we have one more on Tuesday. But it is hard. That's yeah. why I try and put in a Hamilton cover, like do an Arkell song or something, okay. yeah. keep people interested. Because I know, uh, yeah, I know, like. Well, that's hard to do, songs. but it's good that you're plugging away and trying yeah. to get people to listen to your yeah. own shit because that's really what you want to do. That's the end well, game. Well, you know, I would say, like, um, you're a young guy, but you want to see glimpses of what, what you're seeing with this guy that early on in the career because because it's just going to be just grow. It's just going to grow and get bigger, and there's the more you build your audience. But, like, a lot of guys who gr they go at this for years and years and years and don't have that kind of recognition can't still write music, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, so and just, then you just become a bar guy. 
<laughs> I'm like a cover yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah it's cool. just. I'll do that if I. I Which I, is cool nervous. too. You probably get a lot of pussy that way too. <laughs> especially, especially at, a, at your age, man. Like, just put you know, songwriting is so um, soul bearing. You know what I mean? It's very much. Uh, you're very naked and vulnerable when you write when you're when you're writing Absolutely. and performing your music and. You know, it's it's intimidating for young guys or anyone really. So for a young guy like you to to to, you know, put your stuff out there, and um, uh, it's brave and it's it's bold and, and it's what you got to do and 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 that's not something you'll ever regret. That's for sure. It was that that was like the scariest part, like when you were starting to write music, because like music wasn't like cool in elementary school. Like if you sang as a dude in elementary school, like people didn't look at you and be like. Isn't that strange? Fun of you a little bit, like, <laughs> right? Well, because it's 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 it not like reverses. The norm. There's a bunch yeah. of there are a bunch of plebe normies, you know yeah. what I mean? And then they're like, "What you can you think you can be a rock star? Yeah, Who do you think was, you are?" You know? Yeah. So like, it, and when people thought of like singers in elementary school, they thought of like Justin Bieber and stuff. Like that. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. Fuck. So that was like hard. Oh, he's got a good voice, though. Oh, he's great. Yeah, Bieber's very successful. He's, I would, I would love to be Justin Bieber, but wouldn't, right? But yeah, yeah that Haley was Ball that was a hard piece start. of ass. That was a hard. That was a, like, that's a hard start when it, yeah. when it, when you realize like I knew it. Like you're being compared six. to Justin Bieber already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew at six. Like I know I want to do this. Like I would like to be a baseball yeah. player too or something. But I know I want to do this. Well, with this, you're like you got skill. You <laughs> love it. You're passionate. It's like half the battle right there, man. Yeah. It's, so. And then you get past that part where everyone goes, like, you sing. Yeah. And then it turns into, oh, you know, it's more of a cool thing and that's easier. How, um, was it, was it, was singing something you always were able to do or was that something you had to train for as well? I, I could always, like, keep a tune. Like, I, yeah. But I, like, even yesterday, a memory came up on, like, my Facebook and it was, like, five years ago when I thought I was good and I listened to it and it was terrible. Cringe. It really, Cringe, really yeah. wasn't that good. Yeah. So, I've I've definitely gotten a lot better in that. That was the one part that I was very not confident with for like the longest time, like my singing. And then one mm. one I was playing downstairs in a church, like it's cafe thing, and the one lady came up to me and said she really liked my voice. And then from there I started to kind of build on the voice and become more confident in it. And it that's good. No voice lessons at the Chippewa Rock. We took one, but I I didn't I I'm sure they work, but I don't really believe in. Like you just want to, yeah, it's you. I don't want it to be perfect ever. Uh, it's got to be like I don't want my voice to be like Bob Dylan's voice ain't yeah. perfect. I'll tell you that. Oh, absolutely. Or or, or the boss. Yes, yeah, right. and he really worked on his and voice. He, he's, he went to vocal. He's got a very good voice though. People but, may not acknowledge, but he's yeah, he's, he's very. It's very distinct, soulful, too. very distinctive. But it's so interesting what you said about that 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 lady just giving you that bit of encouragement oh, yeah. was made the whole difference of the world, right? I always say that people just need a little bit of encouragement sometimes, the smallest thing, just to say, hey, you did good out there, or that was great, or Sure. You know, um, a lot of people just, it's so easy to do, and a lot of people just don't do it. That you know, changed everything. Yeah, it changed everything for you, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny like how something compliment. small like that just. Something it, small. That's why I tell being people. nice or giving some kind of guidance just, just a little changes the world to everybody because it's a piece of shit. I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed your voice. I really enjoyed what you did. You know, that's just, it means the world to people. It changed how I sang. I stopped mumbling. I stopped, like, trying to hide, like. You, were in, you weren't insecure about it yeah. as much anymore. And then, and then yeah. she said that, and I was like, okay. They all start yeah. trying to go higher and start and trust my voice a little more. That's yeah. cool, man. That's cool. Yeah. So, what are some like? Um, I, you want? What, uh, what you are some? Hear a song, Mike, and then I do want to hear a song, and because there's more questions I have for you. But like, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, yeah, Let's maybe we should break it up, up a little bit because we don't want to play them all the way. Bit. I'm gonna do my. I'm gonna pick one. I'm gonna do because he is a massive Bruce Springsteen fan. Bruce Spring, Springsteen fan. Sorry, I've had a couple of beers. Thank you, Carl. Yeah. Uh, I do want to hear this. A, I am also, I do like The Boss as well. Yeah. But I do want to hear, and I know this was on your list, I would like to hear Dancing in the Dark. All right. Just singing in this mic? Yes, sir. 
get up in the evening And I ain't got nothing to say I come home in the morning I go to bed feeling the same way I ain't nothing but tired And I'm just tired and bored of myself Hey there baby I can use just a little help You can't start a fire You can't start a fire without a spark This gun's for hire Even if we're just dancing in the dark Messages keep getting clearer Radio's on and I'm moving around the place Check my look in the mirror Wanna change my clothes, my hair, my face Man, I ain't getting nowhere Just living in a dump like this Something happening somewhere Baby, I just know this You can't start a fire You can't start a fire without a spark This gun's for hire Even if we're just dancing in the dark Sit around getting older There's a joke here somewhere And it's on me Shake this world off my shoulder Come on baby, have a laugh on me Stay on the streets of this town And they'll be carving you up all right They say you gotta stay hungry Hey baby, I'm just about starving tonight I'm dying for some action Sick of sitting around here trying to write this book I need a love reaction Baby, give me just one look You can't start a fire Sitting around, crying over a broken heart This gun's for hire Even if we're just dancing You can't start a fire Wouldn't bow your little world falling apart This gun's for hire Even if we're just dancing and humming dark could see how she liked your voice it is does his he actually has a your voice, voice is great man Thank yeah, you. Great awesome. voice. pitch perfect that was excellent that was a really good that gave me chills it was a good <laughs> rendition um no that, that was the first time i actually saw you perform mike saw you got to got to see you yeah, i caught the at, tail end of you at uh i came in for a drink down at utopia yeah. shout out to you and uh, after mike saw you sort of hit me up right then and he's like i got a great guy for her to come on the show awesome. he's a really good musician and yeah. then man uh, finally messaged was, him yeah, <laughs> yeah no that was awesome that was really Thank great you. i really appreciate that that was like that was, was great. Good choice. Thank you. Very good <laughs> choice. Um, 
So other than the, I, I'd assume this, the answer to this question would be Bruce Springsteen, but are there producers and artists that uh, you're just like, who's like in your top three people that you want to work with, you know? That want to work with or like realistic to work with? Cause well, give us both. Um, <laughs> give us both. Like, maybe difference? give us the Dreamless and give us maybe some of the ones. I think everything's realistic. Yeah, man. you're so young, <laughs> like buddy. The whole world's yeah, in front of you. Don't, don't, don't put yourself in a box. Don't ever think small. <laughs> You gotta. I, I think when you're trying to hit home runs, yeah, yeah, you gotta swing for the park. Yeah, so I don't even want to hear your realistic list. <laughs> I want your dream list. Fuck your realistic. Well, list. I always love working with Dave Rave. I think he's one of the best, coolest dudes in like Canadian music. I think like, I I learned a lot about Dave Rave when I started hanging out with Dave Rave, like places and people would come up to him, and how many people he knows. Like, I knew how important Dave Rave was in Canadian music, but I really learned in the last year or two. That everyone loves Dave Rave. Uh, we were backstage. Uh, him and my dad were backstage. They went without me, which sucked. To a, a Massey Hall show, and my dad texted me. He's like, y- "You would not believe how many people are like coming up to Dave Rave, asking for photos." Like, so Dave Rave is awesome. He's one of my favorite people. I'm, 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 I'm sorry, I don't know who he is. Dave Rave was, yeah. I'm a just lo- googling him as yeah. So he was the lead singer of Teenage Head, which was okay. our like our Ramones, like a yeah, punk, yeah, punk band in like the yeah. 70s, 80s. Yeah. And I just. Like, I always knew they were big, yeah. but obviously not my generation. Right. He's from Hamilton. From Hamilton, yeah. So when we did my CD release uh, show, he played with me. And oh, cool. all my cousins came down from like Oshawa, and they were like freaking out about Dave Rave being here. Yeah. And I was like, so I just like pulled one aside. I'm like, so I know Dave Rave is really important, but you guys like really love Dave Rave? And like, oh, you got to look up the Teenage Head Riots in like 1981. I'm like, oh my God. So I started doing more research. Yeah, on yeah. Like, you got oh, into the whole culture of it. I can't well, the, believe this guy is that whole me. punk scene, though the the grimier and the less known. You were cooler if the you cooler it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was the whole thing. So Teenage yeah. has a cool name too. It's, it's awesome. a great name. It's a really cool name. They got some great songs. Like uh, some songs I didn't even know were his, and I would like listen to their albums. I'm like, oh crap, so that's Teenage Head. So Dave Rave, I always love working with Dave Rave. One dream would be Max Kerman from the Arkells. I, I love the Arkells. It's like one of my favorite bands, and. Uh, He's so cool. Like he's he changes his music and he's got cre- his creativity's off the charts. So I would like I would be really cool. And then the, number three, the lead singer of the Glorious Sons. I don't know if you guys know the Glorious Sons. I've heard yeah. of them. Yeah. They're, I really like got obsessed with the Glorious Sons. And Brett is their lead singer. Is like I don't know. He's like a cross between Ozzy Osbourne and I don't know. He's like Ozzy up there when he plays. And so yeah. I would love to like do stuff with him because I think that would be cool. I think that's cool. Like those are those are those would be great co- collaborations. Those are their like front men though. And, like, um, I just think like a producer would be w- someone you yeah. need to like align with because like to bring out the best of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in, in terms of like, are you are you are you have you got a record deal yet? Or are you going to record an album? I, or? Ha- I do not have a record deal. Uh, do you think about that stuff? That word yet. That would because um, like they they uh, just before cool. you answer they, they they say a lot of people they said they don't need the record label is kind of antiquated now they don't maybe need them anymore right so the record label we um a year ago we had a call because my dad does um work for like websites so he's done bands and so his was one of his favorite bands was called Poco and they were a country band in like the eighties seventies okay. and so he got he was really excited because he did Poco's website and so he kept in touch with the person. Um, doing uh, the uh, the record label called Blue Elan Records. And he sent like a shot in the dark email. I was like, is there a chance like you can talk to my kid at some point, like give him some pointers on this. And they got back and, and we had like a, a meeting uh, on Zoom. And he pretty much said like, 
the record label is great, but you need to do everything yourself now. Like, right. Like he well, said, nowadays, yeah. It's all you now. But like, even in terms of promoting, like you know, your Instagram, like all the social media shit, right? Like, That's, is that kind of yeah. what they're talking about? Yeah, you have. He looked at me and said, like, no one's ever gonna look at you if you don't have TikTok. Yeah. And well, like, really? like your, your your social media following is crazy, right? It's massive now. You have to brand yourself. Yeah. And so they can help you after that. That's what he said. He's like, back in like the seventies and eighties. We Once you've done up. all the work, then they'll yeah. we'll, then we'll jump on board. Then we'll and take jump a cut. in. Then we'll take a cut. Yeah. I thought that was very interesting because yeah. 70s and 80s, he said, like, we would pick up a band we thought was really good. Yeah. And they would have, like, no following and we'd promote them. Right. But now we need you to promote yourself. To promote yourself and then we'll come get you. So I was like, yeah. I was like oh. So now you got to be good at social media and music. Yeah, which I don't think a lot of musicians like. I'd imagine. I don't like Some love media. it. Some do, yeah. Like, well, probably probably the ones that are like, holy shit, I'm not as good as this guy, but <laughs> I'm way better at fucking Instagramming, and I got way more followers, Yeah. so they can talk shit and be like, yeah, I'm Insta- better. Instagramming, I like that. It's it's a big thing. My So a part of my dad's business is so, doing social media for people, so I get some good help there. Yeah. But like, you should contact his dad. Yeah, you contact him. He can <laughs> help you out. We need some help. <laughs> we need a le- record label. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but the record label helps like financially. Like to put out an album, they that is where they help a lot. Well, yeah, you don't have to put your own well, out with your own money. Well, my understanding though with the record deals are like they give you an advance. Like let's say it's a million bucks, then they you owe that money back when the record's done. You owe them a million dollars unless yeah, if you your record them. doesn't sell. Like yeah. there's they they'll only give you that advance. If they're thinking oh we're gonna sell X amount of copies, whatever. But if it doesn't sell, then you owe them the money. Yeah, that yeah might be how it works. That would suck. That would be that would be a. Uh, it's like an advance on your album. Like you use That's that million make dollars you a to hustle. You better make the best <laughs> album ever made. You use that million dollars to you know studio time, yeah. recording artists or recording musicians, or session band. musician, all that yeah. stuff. And then when the thing's done, the first million dollars of sales goes oh, to the yeah. record company until it's paid back. And yeah. then you start to see you start to make money. You start to make money. Yeah. But do you ever think about um, like how you want to do those kind of deals, like uh, like owning your publishing and the master recordings and all that stuff? Do you think about that stuff? I def I haven't gotten far enough to uh, start really thinking about that. Yeah. But you see like certain things going on with like mainstream artists and like like I know Taylor Swift had a whole issue. And right. She, she had, had to re-record. She yeah. re-recorded everything. Springsteen had a whole issue. I I see that a lot of people have these issues. Mm-hmm. So I guess owning your rights is pretty important from what I've from what I've been seeing. It's well, taken them like sixty years, seventy well, years to figure out how to. I, well, I know, I know, but like uh, Michael Jackson was uh, a big proponent of owning, you know, the yeah. publishing rights to music. He's got uh, his, I think he bought the Beatles the time catalog. Was, he bought the Beatles catalog. He had Elvis's catalog as well. Yeah, two good catalogs. <laughs> yeah, huge, buddy. It was like yeah. billions of dollars. <laughs> and then Bob Dylan just sold his catalog. I think for it was two like half ago, a bill. Two, half, ago, yeah, yeah, like half a billion dollars. Springsteen just did the same thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, at their age, though, like yeah. why not? Be put in a in a car wash commercial. Yes. Like your fans already know who you are. Fifty years later, like give me a break. I mean, you Not got you, you you got your use out of the song, touring with it. You know what I mean? Selling the albums. Now it's like for it's now it's repurposed for a different generation and and it's still uh, yours too, right? It's just it's yeah, going to be used just, for more things. Yeah, you just don't have a say if they put it in a cat yeah. commercial for Kitty Litter. Yeah, which which I never understood, like why people wouldn't want like their songs used for things. It's a credibility. It's I a guess image. I mean, I'll tell you something though. I used to love those Who songs, and then. Now every fucking minute CSI with the fucking CSIs. Fuck. <laughs> yeah! 
You're just like, shut up. Buddy, I'll never forget. What was the big Windows 95 with the Rolling Stones? Start oh, me up. start me up. Yeah. Holy crap. That song, I actually that don't like that song. No, I don't that like that song. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, that that I get. Yeah. I can get why some artists. And then some artists have like religious scruples about like, I don't want my music used to sell alcohol or. Yeah, I guess. Or, yeah, I guess it's true. You know? Yeah. DJ Shub. Shub doesn't, want, yeah, yeah, Shub has a, that doesn't his, want like, his stuff for uh, alcohol or anything like that. Yeah. yeah well, it depends what you want your image to be, I guess. I guess that's a big part. Of well, it. when you own it, you have all that control. Yeah, when yeah. you don't, you have, no, you have zero control. Like, you want a bag of kitty, kitty litter. Huh? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll be on <laughs> He's young. He's young. <laughs> I just want to be on something. At this point, you're like, yeah, sign me up for the Illuminati. Who <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to yeah. get my ass blown out. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be famous. I want the private jet. Yeah. I want groupies. I'll take it. Yeah, I hear you, man. Um, but I'm ex- actually now that you've you know we've talked a bit about uh, you as recording like you know mu- original music and uh, original songs. I kind of want to hear one of your original originals. Yeah. Okay. Well, the 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 new album's called "Happy to Be Here." Correct. Yeah. Is it okay. available online right now? It is available. It's on my website, EdmundRotella.com. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud. Anywhere you got anywhere, your music. Anywhere you can manja manja. Yes. Well, I could just play it on Apple Music, but I, I, we, oh, we, we got, got it right here. In here. Studio. Up to you guys. What's the, what's the hit single off here? Is that what you're performing? Hit single. Uh, I think the most... Why I are you laughing at that? It's <laughs> a hit single. Hit single. 800 streams. Hit single. We're, uh, we're big on Manifest. Well, <laughs> it's a hit Well, listen, yeah, it'll be 803 after 800 this show. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Good point, Mike. <laughs> the one that is the most popular out of all of them is called Gotta Get Better. It was the first one we released. I just went up uh, to New Jersey to play, and we played it there. And that's the one I, I. That's probably my favorite song off the album. How so. was the reception in Jersey in the states? Good, yeah, it was. It was. It was really good, and I was pretty excited about that. I like the uh, album artwork. Is that a fastback Mustang that you're? It is. Yeah, it is my uh, my oh, dad's yours? friend. No, absolutely. Not. <laughs> it's my dad's friend's. Uh, Eight hundred streams gets what, you a lot. Uh, what okay. what bridge are you under here? This is totally like Bruce Brinsting esque. Yeah, totally. this is in the falls, and if you go down like the Parkway, there are a couple. Uh, Really beat up hotels. Yeah, and yeah. We're, and we we're like, let's bring this really nice car. That's where Carl the juxtaposition yeah. of it. Yeah, that's great. So we did that. It was it was cool. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. I think that's dope. All hey, right, let's cool. hear this. Hit let's hear the song. Which one right. are we playing here? It's called "Gotta Get Better." Okay, great. Off happy to be here. Yeah. I got your picture in my wallet. Reminds me of home, I take it out and look at it Every time I feel alone It happens more often than I'm proud of About three, four times a day I set a match and light the fire Listen to the music play I've forgotten the old stories that I long to think about I've found that nothing really matters That all these things are now But I was told when I was young That all good things come to an end there's no certainty in life, but on this you can depend. So turn on the radio. Turn the music up as loud as it can go. Sing a song like Eddie Vedder. Things can't get worse, they gotta get better. Well, the diner's dark and empty, and the cars are all gone. They'd filled this empty parking lot, 4 p.m. to dawn. Filled with mothers, fathers, daughters, and all who would unite. 
when things were said to high school kids would go outside and fight. In the swimming pool on Delta Street where me and Jane would meet. Friday night sat at that magic lounge, a sweeper of the feet. John and Luke worked at the Delta. They let us in past dark. We went out looking for fires, but we couldn't find a spark. So turn on the radio. Turn the music up as loud as it can go. Sing a song like Eddie Better. Things can't get worse, they gotta get better. Days are gone, but I still see Janie running to my door. Sometimes I wish things would go back to the way they were before. Janie's got a husband now and a couple little kids. John and Luke ain't talk since college because of some Johnny did. So turn on the radio. Turn the music up as loud as it can go. Sing a song like Eddie Better. Things can't get worse, they gotta get better. They gotta get better. They gotta get better. They gotta get better. Things gotta start to get better. Song. Honestly, that's such a good song, man. Like, you. If you told me that was a John Mellencamp cover, I would believe you. <laughs> exactly. First thing I thought of, too, Mellencamp. Yeah. yeah. No, I was going to say, like, um, you definitely make, your dad must be so fucking proud of you. He loves music, so this is really cool for him. And it's got to be, man, because you definitely have a Bruce vibe. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a mix of Mellencamp and, and, and Springsteen. I'll take totally. it. I love Mellencamp. That song especially, uh, that reminded me of a Mellencamp song, that song. Yeah, it's, it's similar chords to Jack and Diane a little bit, I think, too, so. Uh, but it's got that soulfulness yeah, and that um, thank you, I appreciate that uh, that really salt of the earth kind of um, you know vibe. Thanks, because, yeah. you know, Hopefully. just I like it, man. No, it's not overcomplicated. It's it's really good, appreciate really good it. arrangement. It's really good, man. Thank you so really much. Great. I, fe- I feel um, like I felt a I heard a little homage to uh, Bruce in there with the spark. Yeah, no one yeah, ever catches obviously. little Bruce yeah. there you in go. there, right? Yeah, yeah. I always hope people catch that. Yeah, 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 thank you. Definitely. And even a Pearl Jam shout out with yeah. uh, that was when really we, cool. When we do it live, I I'll, I'll like the end. The gotta get better is I'll go into daughter or something. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I love it. That's really cool. So what that song, um, I mean, I was trying, I was trying to look for lyrics on online, but cause I was trying to follow, but I was listening to the song and, um, I was wondering what what inspired that. Like, what what, what kind of what, what'd you write that song about? I don't I don't really know. These songs were all I call them COVID dumps because <laughs> we're, I was like in the house for like a year and not <laughs> trying not to do school. <laughs> I was trying to do an online school and write music. And my parents were at work and out of the house, so I got time alone to kind of figure things out. And yeah, and um, I don't know because there's nothing in that song. Like a lot of songs are uh, like biographical. They're about me. Right. And. And that song didn't ever feel like it was about me. It felt like maybe like some parts were kind of about me, but I was 
I guess it, it kind of sounds dumb coming from a 19-year-old. At the time, I was 16. Uh, yeah. But I was in high school, and I had lost a year of high school, which stunk. But then I realized, like, as soon as I go back to school, I got one more year, and then I got to figure things out after Yeah, that. yeah. So I was thinking about, there was, there was a lot of people who went to my school who were very popular. And um, I was starting to think about these people. And, and when you watch movies and you, you see the popular people in the movies, sometimes the end, the after high school part is not always, not so great. always great for yeah, them. Yeah, look at us. I was really <laughs> popular. <laughs> yeah. So I, just, I guess I was thinking about a little bit of me. But uh, it, I, I think I just watched Fast, Fast Times at Richmond High. Oh, <laughs> great movie. My daughter's named after Phoebe Cates. Right? <laughs> really? Yeah. I love that movie. And so I was like. Get the image out of your head, though, pal. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking about, they go to like a, like a, a diner where one of the guys works. Yeah. Maybe it's not a diner. So that's where the diner comes in. And I don't know. I was just kind of having that vibe and how life goes after. This, this guy was obviously popular. He's got, he had a girlfriend who's. The girl in every one of my songs is always going to be named Janie for some point. I think that's like Springsteen. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's an all-American name. That's it, why. It Jane. just works. Yeah. And so, I don't know. He obviously had that girlfriend, and maybe things worked out for her. He was popular. He was probably the captain of the high school team. Mm-hmm. And now he's looking back on those days. Mm-hmm. And he's Al in Bundy. His, yeah. And now he's and in might be the That, that might have been his peak. Yeah. That might yeah, have been, that that been, been, been when he really hit it. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, that's a lot of people. Things better to get better. Yeah. Hopefully things get better. Yeah, it's yeah. And I and I think that everyone's got to have that kind of hope. And I think right now a lot of people are thinking that too. Like I hope things get better. I hope things get better in this country. I hope the economy gets better. I hope our society holds its shit together. I hope the I, world as a whole gets better, man. That's what a lot of people thought yeah. the song was about. Like we recorded at uh, with Mark Rogers and Miles Mal Rogers at Impression Studios in the Falls. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Is this about like getting past like COVID and getting like into this new thing?" And I was like. I guess it could be like an like if it could yeah. be God get better for anything. If you want something to get better, I guess it's a good message for anything. I think it's like uh, one of these things about art too is um, when you put it out there, it, it's up for interpretation. It's no longer like what you maybe even intended. Like other people are going to have this own interpretation, and that's what's so great about art that's is that it's um, it connects to people in different ways, and it, it's so much better than to say no, it's just about this thing rather than yeah, it's about whatever you need it to be, man. Like that's what you want yeah. from it. Like Hotel California has like. A thousand interpretations, right? And like right. Don yeah. Henley said many times, like I'm not going to tell you what it's about. Right. You guys can keep doing it. You guys can keep speculating on what we wrote it about. Yeah. But that's yours. It's your song now. It's a lot of drugs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I I've always found that really cool. That's why like I I don't I don't like explaining things. I guess because it's I, a think piece. Yeah. It's it's whatever you want it to be. Right. And uh, it's better that way. There was a song by the Glorious Sons called "Sawed Off Shotgun." And it was just about everything, I guess, that was going on in the world. And Sounds like a love song. Yeah, it was, it's a beautiful Funny. little love song. Yeah. And uh, they're like, the guys at the labels were like getting mad at them. Like, you need to release a video and explain the song and apologize for it. And so he went through the whole song. He just, he, um, he released a YouTube video and it was like, I wrote this about this and this and this. And it was like everything. It was, it was so, there was a variety of things. So right. he couldn't tell you what it was actually about. And he said, at the end, he said, I will do a lot of things but I will never explain my song to you. And then he cut out, and I was like, that's perfect. That's good. That that's you, what you want. It, that's what you want. That, that's what it's supposed to be. You can say, like, yeah, I got from this, and I'm scared of yeah. guns, I'm scared of, I'm scared of all these things in the world. That's what this is about. And he went, like, it was like, it was like I'm scared of, you know, anxiety. I'm scared of, I wrote this about drinking and anxiety, and, but I'm not going to explain my song to you ever. Right. I thought that was cool. That's, I think that's, that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you got bands like um, Oasis, who wrote songs whose have no they have no meaning they don't even they're just like it sounds like 
They don't yeah. even know where it comes from. What it, ha- it doesn't mean anything. A lot of groups that do that. The hip did that a lot. Gord Downey wrote a lot of songs. Like it was like, what's he talking about? Right, he's just going a poet. everywhere. Yeah, he's so perli- <laughs> he's so prolific. <laughs> but yeah, it was like it's like it's something. Uh, there's something about um, the language and the way we deliver it that becomes its own instrument and um, creates and evokes a thing. Absolutely. And so it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, you can't have to, have, uh, it doesn't have to be so scientific. You don't have to put your finger on everything. No, absolutely not. No. Yeah. Yeah. It should be a thing that everyone it, has. It is what it is. Absolutely, sir. <laughs> Thanks for interrupting. No problem. <laughs> um, so, what, um, what, so I, I'm, I'm guessing like um, you get a lot of chicks from, from performing and I doing I got this. one chick. One chick. You got a girl, I was going to ask you, girl, you have a girlfriend? Yeah, I had one chick. Just from high school? Yeah, high school girlfriend. Oh, so three years. So yeah. I um I do not get any chicks at the bars. Lucky for her. Okay, yeah. And we uh, need to hook him up to the lie detector. <laughs> no, put the absolutely. lie detector on him. She's at every gig. Ready? She comes to every gig. She makes sure. She makes sure I'm in line. Yeah. I would say, are you being supportive or are you just making sure? <laughs> no one else. I love it. But I don't think I don't I don't I don't think I have that problem. No. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. All right. All <laughs> right. Really ruins the rest of the interview. <laughs> Scratch. Have you written Have you written a song for her yet? Yeah, but that, it's not on the album or anything. It was just like no. I it was just like it was just so you. I think it was a cheap more. birthday present actually. I won't. Can we hear? <laughs> I think it was you like. You want to hear a snippet of it? I'd like to hear like Ted. Well, that's probably a personal thing, right? Hey, well, some, sometimes those ones become huge. Uh, that song that came out just a few years ago. The I forget who the artist is now, but it would holding her hair back while she was puking and stuff like that. It was just supposed to be a song between them. She told them to release it, and it became a hit. See? The song's her puking in a toilet? Part of it is like when we met, it's beautiful. Holding your hair. It is beautiful. I was holding your hair back while you were sick, and then it's but it's all about their life, how they got married, had oh. kids and everything. But authenticity. A, people can yeah. relate to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think authenticity is the most key thing in art. You gotta be honest yeah. in your art. If people can relate to your song, they're gonna like it. And love, I guess, is something that everyone at some point feels or that they wish. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, it's so crazy, like, because at 19, you got so much more to experience, you know, heartache, yeah, you know, That's loss. what I'm excited You don't for. have your blood on the tracks yet. I'm excited for it. That's, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for all the heartbreak or whatever comes in, in life to have some new experiences and write some music. Absolutely. I mean, do you ever see yourself actually just getting a job or is it just like this full time? I, I assume at some point I'm going to have to, but I really don't want to. I guess. You might not have to, dude. <laughs> you might not have I to. I will probably have like... to. You're, if you're doing you're residencies, that means you're booked up anyways. What's the difference? Yeah, we're we're booked pretty booked pretty good, and especially in the summer. It's usually four four days a week, four or five days a week, which is awesome. Um, but I I don't know if that'll ever run out. I I hope it doesn't. I hope I can do this. I don't think I would be good for a nine to five. I can barely do it at school. So like I don't know. I mm. think I think I get fired a lot. I don't do a lot of things that well. To like I <laughs> like jobs. This I mean, I, you probably don't do anything as well as you do music. I mean, you're very proficient. You're this very was good. the one thing I caught on to. And even, like, as a guitar player, like, I'm not, like, a great guitar player. Like, I, I, I'm, you know, like, Steve Earle. Steve Earle was, like, a, he could write good hooks, and but he was a very simple guitar player. And right. that's where I am. So. Well, so was Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain, yeah. Buddy. You know? I think I could play his riffs. Yeah, Kurt I Cobain's mean, got the easiest riffs. It's, um, it's as you are, chords and stuff, but it's like it, they're so good. Those songs, I I still that I album, it. never mind, is so good. Um, what was I gonna say? Shit, shit. <laughs> I think Mike was really right though with the authenticity. Like you sound so authentic. Like 
like you said, the singers that aren't great singers, like St- Springsteen, who'll say he's maybe he's not. A, Bono, Bono says he's a terrible singer. He's like, not great. I've seen him live, and I, uh, his I've voice seen him is different. Times but he I sells, him. and he's authentic, and he can feel the passion when he sings, and I can really feel that from you. Yeah, it's you, your voice is thank you really really. I do great. like your voice. Actually. Thank you. Really really great. I appreciate. It. But Bono's got like a unique voice. Too. Yes, yeah. he does. You can and tell like, a U two song for no me. one can like replicate. But I he, love his voice, but I think he's also lost his voice a little bit. Obviously oh, buddy, he's, he's got to be. I've seen, I've seen him live several times, and he never sounds like he does on the album. Yeah, I, that's yeah, a lot of people that's though. Boy, though. Yeah. That's my. That's like on my bucket list concerts. I, I wanted to see him at uh, like the what was it, the Sphere in uh, Las Vegas. Oh shit, yeah, that looked unbelievable. Shit. That's a crazy venue. That's crazy. I, I saw that's my the, U two is my first concert I ever went to. Really? Eight years old. I think it was. I'm going to say 91. Maybe I was a little older. No, no. Was, what, how, what 91, were we closing in on Zootopia there? Or is that it's still? A, it was a Zoo TV tour. It was at the exhibition, uh, like at the time, exhibition stadium and the, uh, the CNE in Toronto. That album stinks. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was the Actung Baby tour. What are you talking Act-ton about? Actung Baby would have been like late 80s. No, it's not. Is it's it early really? 90s. Oh, check it out. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> Daddy I love you too. Thinks he's gonna. I do like this. Act Tongue Baby is probably their best album. Uh, Joshua Tree is their best album. No, it's yeah, not. I was gonna, I was gonna, I'm gonna have to side with him for that. I love the Joshua Tree. Joshua Tree is a good album, but Act Tongue Baby from front to back, and they. Yeah. Came, so it was Joshua Tree, <laughs> buddy. It it launched the early '90s, and it, this was a band that was considered done. Yeah. When Act Tongue Baby came out, it was five years before their uh, previous album. They were yeah. done, and that album's sick. It's a great album. I don't and, they, and that I tour, I just happen to think it's number two. So what they did, and and you two is like always known for its performances too. They they had these spectacles before all these other bands did these like crazy shit. You know, their their shows are nuts. Nineteen ninety one was Acton Baby. Oh, what did I say? Not bad. Okay. There we go. I said it was ninety one when I went to the <laughs> CNE to watch them. So yeah, Joshua it was, Tree was eighty seven. They called it the Zoo TV tour because they had, it was like I don't know why. No, that was another album of theirs, though. Zuti, no, Zuropa yeah. was an album. Zuropa, that's it. Yeah, fucking guy. <laughs> For someone that doesn't like you too, you know a lot about them. I, when I was a kid, I loved them. I They're loved a great them. group. I still like them. Their old stuff, I still fucking dig. Sunday. I like Sunday. all that you can't leave behind. I thought that album was great. I don't hate their new You're stuff, but like a lot of people do. No, that's a good album, man. Everyone got mad at them for like putting that like album on everyone's like iPod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, forced it to them. They did. They're I like a group that, that does a lot of first. First group at the Sphere. First yeah. group to force you on your fucking yeah. phone. Yeah, they're the first one to force you to buy yeah, their album on the on the. And iPhone. I, to be honest with you, that wasn't it. Wasn't a iPod? terrible album. It wasn't a bad. I, I didn't. I didn't hate the album at all. Me neither. I thought it was okay. And I think it was terrible. I think people just hated that they got pushed into having. Correct. It. I think that was yeah. Got, like it came with like it. some YouTube hate. Yeah. YouTube's awesome. Like, great musicians too. Like all of them. Yeah, the edges and I mean I love his riffs. Yeah, he's just he's. They're good. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Um, and like, what do you think of Coldplay? I love Coldplay. Love Coldplay too, eh? Rush of Blood I, to the Head. Rush of Blood to the Head's a great album. Great record. Amazing. Me and my dad yeah, hates really Coldplay. Album. I love Coldplay. I think they're so cool. I I, I think they're like they're like uh, our generation's U two. They're very yeah, similar. That makes yeah, that makes sense. They they change a lot. I like like, or, or I love early Coldplay the most. I just that's the yeah. stuff I like. But even yeah. their new stuff, like, it's more like dance and stuff. It's like, poppy. It's, cool. it's yeah. very pop. I'm cool with like. All genres and yeah, I got his ass blown up. <laughs> I thought when what? you when you first came into the studio and and just sang a little bit when you were hooking up there, the first thought that I had in my head from your voice was Teddy Swims. Oh really? Do you like Teddy Swims? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, I think that's cool. I think like I think you would kill that. Uh, what's his song? Lose Control. Like you would, I'm gonna have to try it now. You, you, would, you would murder that song. Carl just wanted everyone to know how cool he is. <laughs> no, no, no. That was he just knows who the obscure uh, Teddy Swims is. Okay. 
<laughs> Sorry. I'm kidding with you. Um, but I was going to ask you, like, what, what are some of like, um, the new b- bands out right now that you, uh, you think are actually really good? Because Rock's kind of like... I think Rock's coming back a little bit, though. Yeah? I think there's um, like a certain toxicity in like the rock and roll world that like nothing else can be good. Right. And I, I've I heard the Ar- uh, Max Kerman from the Arkells talk about because they started off as like a punk rock band. Their first album was pretty punk. Yeah. And then they started changing, and people thought they were selling out. And he said, "No, this is just what we always wanted to do. Right. We always wanted to add instruments and change our music, but people within the rock and roll community hate that, and that mm. we got a lot of hate for that. I like people are gonna." People probably hate this. Like, I think Taylor Swift's awesome. Like, I think she's like such a good artist. I think she's such a good songwriter. T Swift. I, I I love those memes. <laughs> those where she's like bent over. <laughs> I, I love I, them. I thought they were real for a minute. I was like, well, dude, they look the so game. good. Wait, those aren't real. Apparently, she wants to. The guy who's doing them. Yeah, he, I saw. He, he's getting. Thing. She wants to sue him. How can you sue for that though? I don't know. It's an AI that did it. Yeah, I don't know. I think she's. I think she's awesome. I yeah. My girlfriend really wanted to go see her. Not and for eight hundred dollars. She was like, "Look, look, I got like a hundred twenty dollar tickets." I'm like, "Oh, that's not that bad." And then she showed me the seats. I'm like, "You're sitting behind the stage, You're not even seeing her." <laughs> can you even like, see we're it now? I would you love to see, see that ass. You can you can listen to it from the parking lot. <laughs> I was gonna say some people have been doing that. I'd rather do that. Go let's drive up to Toronto for free and see it. Yeah, I mean, I I guess just being apparently her shows are amazing. Everyone says that's why I, I saw the movie. I want to. Wa- I'm gonna. Watch I saw it. It. my daughter drag me to it. It was entertaining. <laughs> Dragged. Yeah. She's she's really. Like, I think she's really good. <laughs> I think there's a lot of like. We went to see. Uh, I danced in the aisle. I'm not gonna lie. I don't blame you. Yeah. I would have done the same thing. She's got she's got bangers. Shake like, it up. She's like the only person I know, like. Not the only person, but like she. When I was like growing up, she was like she took over, and yeah. then she took a little break, and then I feel like she took over again like a couple years ago, and now yeah. she's completely back. Well, it's yeah. just funny. Like you're in good talks when they're comparing you to Michael Jackson and superstars right? like that. Well, her numbers are up there. Yeah, man. her she, numbers are already up there. She she's will young. go down as one of the best pop stars ever. Like, yeah, that is like, where she's doing right now. I think there's a lot of good music, and because I drink my girlfriend to a lot of my concerts, like Springsteen, and I'm gonna drag her to Green Day in the summer. Like, nice. She, I, I went with her for a couple in Toronto, and we went to see Post Malone and Morgan Wallen, who I, I like, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. both those guys are great, and like. Great songwriters. There's a lot of good music that people don't really give credit. Like, yeah, Zach Zach Bryan is like an unbelievable songwriter. He's folk. I've heard that. I've never listened to him. Or Willie Tibbs, right? There's, oh. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good stuff. That guy? I don't even know who Willie Tibbs is. <laughs> no, no. Tibbs. Who's the guy you mentioned? Teddy oh, Swift. Teddy Swift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Willie Tibbs. Willie Tibbs. <laughs> who is a Willie Tibbs? <laughs> That's a great name, actually. <laughs> Willie Tibbs. You <laughs> could take that name if you ever change. I want a second second take persona. Willie Tibbs. Any one of your albums, though. That's one I will take. That's cool. a good one. Willie Tibbs. I think we got time for one more track. I think uh, I think that's it. I think we're gonna. I think we got one more. Let's do it. What do you guys want to hear? Um, I'm thinking uh, the Neil Young, Heart of Gold. Yeah, we can do that. This is cool because I'm playing my last residency. I'm at the last week of the Toronto residency. I'm playing with Astrid Young, Neil Young's sister. Oh my god! So I guess it's a full circle. That's cool. That's, that's really cool, man. And you were saying you're at Massey Hall. He's got an amazing album live at Massey yeah. Hall. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. You're making such good contacts too. Like you're, you're gonna be huge, buddy. I don't know about that, but we're, you're we're, making we're, great. Contacts. You're gonna be way bigger than Willie Tibbs. Willie Tibbs, yeah, way bigger. Who's that? Hey, Carl is right. <laughs> All right. All right. Am I good to go. Yeah. I wanna live. I 
It's these expressions I never knew They keep me searching for heart of gold oh, And I'm getting old And I'm getting old Ocean for a heart and gold. It's been in my mind in such a fine line. They keep me searching for a heart and gold. And I'm getting on. And I'm getting on. Searching for heart and gold. Yeah, keep me searching for heart and gold. Yeah, keep me searching for heart and gold. And I'm getting old. Wow. Awesome. That was so great. All right, so thanks for coming in, Evan. That was fucking fantastic, dude. Honestly, it was great meeting you. I'm so pleased that we had you on our show before you become a giant rock star. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because I think with that... We'll have to have him on again when he does. Yeah, please do. Would you not get too big for us? I don't think... I don't have to worry about that. Uh, (laughs) No, I do think we're going to have to worry about that because, honestly, I think this stuff happens like it's like a rocket ship, man. Once you take off, it's like fast. It's like you're in a different world. You know what I mean? it's been fun. I watched watched, um, a a documentary on... um, on the band on the on the album Nevermind on uh, the making of it mm-hmm. and like uh, Nirvana had um uh, an album before that I yeah, think it was bleach. called Bleach Bleached yeah. yeah Bleach and um and it's really good and then this album comes out Nevermind and they're they just went from like being obscure to being completely the world's biggest this group yeah, figure ever and uh, it was it was hard on them you know and it was one of those things that Kurt sweeter than you who that's right? what did it that's what Kurt says did he yeah you know he couldn't handle it all anymore he couldn't handle all like fame and stuff and yeah so yeah. It's, it's not for everybody no. you don't it, it's little stuff you don't expect you know you, you just don't you want to have millions of people listen to your music but you don't know all that comes along with that it's right? probably a lot tougher than it looks uh yeah yeah, yeah i bet yeah. anyways it's Evan, gonna be what, cool when you uh look back at your wish list and uh you yeah. played with them all I, I think it's going to be cool. Yeah, that'll be cool. Man. We'll see how that goes. Cool. Uh, let's plug some stuff, Evan. What do, you, what do you got coming up? Um, I, I have uh, one more Tuesday in Hamilton at the Casbah. This Tuesday with Old Child. Uh, and then I have four uh, Tuesdays in a row at uh, the Cameron House in Toronto. Right now, we've confirmed Dave Rave, Astrid Young. Uh-oh. One's to be, one's to be announced. We're still trying to figure that one out. And uh, it's going to be it's going to be really fun. I'm I'm really excited to be there. And uh, new album's out. If anyone wants to go give it a listen, uh, even if you don't, up those streams, you can turn it all the way down. So that's, yeah, that's what we got going on right now. Hopefully some more stuff. How does someone reach you? What's your socials? Oh, yeah. Uh, Evan Rotella Music on Instagram. 
Evan no Evan Rotella official on Instagram, Evan Rotella Music on TikTok, and then my website is EvanRotella.com and Evan Rotella Music on Facebook. And what's the name of the new album again? The new album is called Happy to Be Here. It just came out in September. And so we're trying to keep pushing that one and working Check on the new out. one. Check it out, man. I'm honestly I can't wait to listen to more of that album. Uh fantastic. Thanks for so much for coming in. That Thanks was fantastic. Mike, anything? Anything. We're great. Carl, was great. Carl thank thanks you for very being a much. part of the show. Guys, it's been a pleasure. I loved every minute of it. We'll see Evan. you again in the future, I'm sure. It's amazing. If you didn't know, this is Carl's last show. He's been with Whoa. us for a year and a bit. Yeah. And, I'm happy uh, I could be here for it. Yeah. He's, yeah. Can you believe it? Can you play something for him for his goodbye on the way up? Play us out. Yeah, let's do it. Play, so, what does that mean, play us Mike out? Mike likes to see here, play us out, Evan. This is the end of the show. Okay, yep. Carl, thank you. Guys, thank you, brother. Thank All right, it's for you, Carl. All right. <laughs> we'll get as cheesy as possible. Oh, uh, we might not play this whole song, Evan. No offense. No offense against you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Carl. Thank you, Evan. Thank you, Evan. Thank you. <laughs> Till next time, everybody. I like your name a lot.